to Fordham Footsteps, the podcast that features Fordham alumni and discusses their path from their time as a student to their current career. Some will have a direct correlation to their majors, and others will describe how they took some unexpected turns. Either way, expect an insider's guide to certain industries and some great stories from our esteemed alumni. I'm Matt Burns, Associate Director for Young Alumni and Student Engagement. And I'm Sarah huntman Senior Director for Strategic Initiatives. With us today is Will Corgan. Fordham College at Rose Hill class of 07. Welcome, Will. Hi. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, Sarah. So you have a really interesting trajectory. You had a BA in physics, correct? That's right. That's right. And how did you fall into physics? Were you a math guy um, in high school? What were you thinking? Yeah, I, I was definitely a math guy in high school. I, I did enjoy physics back in high school. I did not plan on doing physics when I first came to Fordham. I was planning to go into law. So I started out as a communications major and uh, I, I changed my major at the start of junior year to physics, which was an unusual choice as I had to meet with both the dean and the chair of the department because most physics majors start on day one. There's a lot of physics requirements. So uh, definitely an interesting choice. And what drove you to choose that? Did you have a certain professor that inspired you or why did you go in that direction? Yeah, you know, I was, I was really active back in high school in the mock trial club and I always envisioned myself in the courtroom. And, and one of my primary drivers to actually attend Fordham was the law school and the potential to get in there after graduation. And through some of the networking events uh, that were offered at Fordham, I was able to speak with a lot of recent law school graduates as well as more seasoned lawyers. And they kind of took the glean off that career and really opened my eyes to the sheer grind that it could be in the beginning. And I definitely got the sense that from the few of the folks I spoke with, it made me realize, hey, that this might not be what I want to do. I kind of took a pause, reevaluated my decision and thought about what else I enjoyed, what else I could be good at doing, what I could envision myself doing. And I realized that I really liked math. I really liked physics because physics took that math and applied it and made it more real. And one of my high school teachers actually was really good at engaging the students, engaging me. And I thought, hey, this is something I, I could see myself doing and change my major with the intention of being a teacher. Oh, wow. Uh, a physics teacher. Yeah. That's the dot I want to connect it. I wasn't sure where you were yeah. physics degree. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So physics degree, all along, I thought when I changed my major to physics, I wasn't thinking about going in and being a physicist or working in applied science at a, whether it's a pharmaceutical company or a chemical company or even Con Edison. I wasn't thinking about that. I was really thinking about teaching, being a physics educator and applying those skills as a teacher. And then how far did you get down the path of teaching? Did you do any internships in that area? I did not start any okay. internships as teaching. I started with all my classes. There were a lot of classes to get through just to get through the physics side of the degree with no room on my schedule for education classes. I had a business administration minor, which I was able to maintain, which I'm very grateful that I was able to maintain. And after graduation, I looked at the teaching fellows. I looked at a few of the different programs that way. I was fortunate enough to have an, a summer internship while I was making this decision that I was able to parlay into a job after graduation. And when I got that offer, they had agreed, you know, we know you want to be a teacher. So we're willing to help you with night school for your master's uh, while you work for us during the day. So I did attend some of the master's classes at Fordham, the mm -hmm. graduate school, but ultimately probably about 
two or three semesters in, I realized I like what I'm doing and maybe I don't want to be a teacher anymore. So again, within a, within a couple of years, I had gone from lawyer to physics teacher to HR professional and no regrets so far. Can you talk a bit more about that? I mean, how are you applying what you studied as an undergrad to this current profession? So right now I am currently a vice president of total rewards at a bank. And what that means, there's a lot of analytics that go into how people get paid, how you are able to motivate employees. So what I was able to do is take all of the critical thinking skills I learned at Fordham or that I honed at Fordham, all of the the mathematical skills and really digging in from a statistics perspective in order to understand how we're paying people, where their motivations are, how how do we retain our talent and how do we attract new talent. And that's really a lot of what I learned in the physics class. Physics is, is largely driven by math. And a lot of those skills I still use on a day-to-day basis. Vice President of Total Rewards is a pretty cool job title. I'm sure most students don't even know to aspire to that. When I started, I didn't know anything about HR. And I just had, um, I was working in the tax department as an intern. And the head of HR was like, you're good at Excel. We need someone who's good at Excel. You want to be compensation? I'm like, what's compensation? It's like, ah, you do the bonuses. It'll be fun. I'm like, okay. And it was a good way, I think, for a lot of the folks that go into compensation, you know, they're doing HR undergrad stuff and maybe getting their master's and they're, they're so focused on this little piece. I didn't have any of that. I just went in with eyes wide open. What do you need me to do? Okay, I'll work on that. What do you need me to do? What about that business administration minor? Does that kick in at some point? Oh, that's, yeah, that kicks in for sure. So, you know, that, that was one of the things at most physics majors end up having a, a major in physics with a concentration within a, a part of physics, whether that's electrical engineering or applied engineering or nuclear physics. Because of when I switched my major, there wasn't going to be enough time for me to have a concentration. So I worked with the chair, I worked with the dean in order to maintain that, that business minor, that business administration minor. So that, that has absolutely helped me in my career because it wasn't just the physics perspective. It was also the accounting perspective, the economics perspective. All of those classes that were the core requirements of that minor absolutely helped me understand what I was looking at from business results in order to help articulate why we should be paying a a holiday bonus, why we should be increasing our bonus pool based on the revenue, why we should be increasing our base pay salaries based on the market conditions. So absolutely, the business minor was a huge, huge part of that. And I think that's great advice to, to anybody. I mean, sometimes you just arbitrarily pick a minor without giving it much thought. But I feel right. like if you're a little bit more thoughtful and maybe pick something that's counter to your major, then you have yeah. a more well-rounded experience. Yeah, absolutely. You know, one, one of the things I found just joining the workforce is, you know, you're so focused in college on what your major is, what your minor is, you know, you're not necessarily thinking about what do you want to do later in life. So having that wide bandwidth in order to understand not just physics or not just communications, but also how do you apply that to the real world? How do you set yourself up for success in a career? And I absolutely think having that balance and that opposite almost, right? No one, you wouldn't think physics and business go hand in hand. But one of the things I've learned is I'm not the only physics major out there working in HR. One of the very close colleagues on my team was also a physics major. And I realized, hey, what businesses are looking for is critical thinkers. They're looking for people who can think outside the box, but also apply what they've learned in a real way. 
when you think about your minor, when you think about your major, that's definitely a big consideration. And really just building a skill set that can be used in a variety of ways. But I thought it was really interesting when you think of skills compared to experience, you really went out of your way to make sure that you were using the alumni network at events, wherever it was to talk about, hey, what's it like to be a lawyer? I think a lot of people end up going to law school thinking they want to be a lawyer, but not actually wanting to do the day-to-day work of an attorney. Um, Right. You went through that and you talked to people to find out what it would be like. There were a few alumni I spoke with that scared me. (laughs) They were like, don't do it. Okay. Uh, 55 years old. I still have these crazy loans. I barely (laughs) see my kids. Never mind. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Wait a second. This isn't for me. You went to the area study that's so much easier, physics. Right. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Well, if you if you watch my GPA, uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, drop off once I hit physics. It took me a full month to realize that one of my professors was just writing formulas out of the textbook. Right. Well, as he's talking, like I was scribbling down what you know what is going on? I don't understand anything. Like, oh, he's just writing this crazy formula every day. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun, though. No regrets. I'm curious, just in a similar vein, how has the alumni network been relevant for you professionally? Professionally, you know, I think, especially earlier in my career, when I would attend the, the alumni events, obviously, you would try and meet people, talk to them to understand, you know, what do they do? Um, where do they work? Um, how does that relate? And I think, you know, that definitely helped me hone my networking skills, my ability to talk to people, you know, complete strangers at work in order to bridge the gap between different teams, right? So I work on a human resources team, but you work very closely with folks from the finance group, from the legal group, from the risk group, the compliance group, where at those networking events, you're able to meet people from all these different industries. So that definitely helps you when you're in your career, when you're working in an office to to be able to relate to those other folks and be able to understand their perspective. And that might help you in your career. You were really involved in some extracurriculars when you were a student. You were part of FUEL, the Fjordham University Emerging Leaders. You were an acapella singer. How did your club activity help prepare you for real world career life? That's a great question. With the club activity, it's a balance. It's finding time for your clubs, finding time to do things outside of the core reason why you're at school. And that's a critical component to being successful in any field is time management skills. So working on those, those clubs, taking a leadership position in those clubs was able to help me work on my time management, help me develop some of the leadership skills that I use now in terms of helping to steer the group. What are, what are we trying to accomplish? Let's set some goals and, and move forward with that. Those are things where no matter what field you're in, you're going to need time management. You're going to need to have a focus on your goals, what your goals are. And those clubs help kind of practice a little bit for the real world. Anybody in your Fordham experience that really mentored you or gave you direction, any professors or administrators that you want to shout out? Yeah, I'll shout out to Professor Fesatides back at Rose Hill. One of the challenges for me switching my major so late in the year was I might not graduate on time. And he was able to work with me on a one-on-one basis over the summer. So I would go to my internship a couple days a week, but I would leave halfway, go meet with him. I think it was three days a week. And I got through three classes worth of credits with him on a one-on-one basis. So I would not have been able to graduate on time without his help. I forget the chair and the dean's name, but again, this was a big decision. This was a hard decision for me to make. And everyone at Rose Hill was very accommodating to what are you trying to accomplish? How can we help you accomplish that? 
if you're willing to put in the work. So, well, jumping back to the student experience for a second, I know you were a, a VP of operations for USG, right? That's right. Any tips for current USG members thinking about the kinds of things you worked on and the, the kind of stuff that they might be struggling with now? One of the biggest pieces while I was at USG was just how do you spend your budget, right? How do you approve uh, different activities and thinking outside the box? So I, I would say have an open mind. Things have changed a lot since I was at Fordham, but at the same time, things are very much the same in terms of there's still some turmoil in our society and, and how do you pick projects to support? How do you focus your energies on projects that will be meaningful, not just to the students with a pizza party or a free t-shirt, but how are we going to enable our fellow students to become the best they can be? Well, any advice you might have for physics majors who want to follow in your footsteps or for any students yeah. who want to follow any, any part of your path there? Yeah, I would say don't be afraid to hit the pause button. You're not locked in. And don't be afraid to speak up. Don't be afraid to speak with your professors, to, to speak with your chairperson, to speak with the dean, right? Everyone on campus wants to see the students be successful. And if you're open and honest, and if you're willing to put in the hard work, they're going to be willing to help you, uh -huh. whether that's giving up some of their time for a summer class or giving up some of their time to meet with you after classes in order to figure out how are you going to do, you know, intro to physics at the same time you need to take nuclear physics, right? So don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to think outside the box, right? And don't be afraid to network, to take those opportunities as they come. Don't be afraid to change your mind. It sounds like you said. Don't say, be afraid to change your mind. Yeah. Absolutely. Speaking of supporting students, well, if I remember correctly, you're a founder scholar, right? That's right. Can you talk a bit about what it meant having support for your education and why it is you might give back to support current students? Absolutely. The Founder Scholarship had just started when I was a freshman, and I, was, I didn't understand at the time how important that was and what that really meant. But as I grew over the years at Fordham and attended the, they have an, an annual dinner where they raise a lot of money. As I met with those alumni who were very big supporters of that program, I realized how important this program was to enable your students to focus on their degree in order to focus on being successful and hopefully giving back to the community as a thank you for all of that support. I try every year to, to give back to the Fordham community when I can, I'll attend that dinner as well. It's just such an important part showing how strong our Fordham alumni network is and how many people as they leave Fordham continue to think back on their time there and, and give credit to Fordham for helping them become successful and wanting to help out the next generation. What do you think is next? I mean, do you think this is it for you? Or is there another branch of HR that you would want to explore? Um, that's a good point. I'm not sure. I, I definitely want to continue to grow into a leadership position, grow my team. I'm now managing a small team, okay. which is great. And I want to grow the team bigger. I, maybe I can be the head of comp somewhere, head of total okay. rewards, maybe head of HR one day, but I need to try different areas. I've worked a little bit on the system side, but that it's good, but it's too regular for me, right? I like a little bit of the unknown mm -hmm. and a little bit of that challenge to keep me on my toes. And do you see yourself staying in the financial world? I mean, everybody has a human resources department. Do you see yourself moving into a media company or some other world? Yeah. Maybe, right? Okay. I, think it, I think it really depends on just what opportunities come my way or I hear okay. about. I think 
a lot of the financial world is moving into a financial technology world. So I think technology is one place where I could see myself. I've been working really closely with the technology group Mm -hmm. at my bank as we go through a pretty big transformation. So understanding how modern technology works has been a a real plus, Um, but it, it really depends. Well, great. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. We really learned a lot about how you leaned on your different Fordham resources and how you have really become successful based on your Fordham experience. So thank you so much for your time today. Yeah, thanks for having me. This was great. Well, that's another edition of Fordham Footsteps. Fordham Footsteps is brought to you by the Fordham University Alumni Association. Find us on our website, forever.fordham.edu slash footsteps, or wherever you get your other podcasts.